So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Woo, baby, we have an amazing, amazing guest tonight. Rachel Richards will be joining us in just a few minutes. I cannot wait to share this young woman with you because she has figured out the keys to success at a very young age, if you were to think relatively so. And it's so exciting to see someone to grasp it then. And now I can only imagine the greatness that this young woman is going to achieve in her lifetime. I'm very excited to share her with you in just a moment. The Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that was made with you in mind, with entrepreneurs in mind. So this show is for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And I bring on the best of the best guests from all over the world. We've had guests from Rome and uh, New Zealand, uh, the UK, all over the United States, Canada, you name it, they've been on this show. And they're on the show only if they are successful. And by that, I mean they're real true bona fide entrepreneurs that you will be able to learn from to advance your own respective business. That is the purpose of this show is to help you to take it to the next level. After now doing 143 shows or so of interviewing phenomenal, phenomenal entrepreneurs like, like Rachel Richards, I personally have learned an unbelievable amount of of things to do that I've even put in motion. A lot of things I've learned, I've actually acted on and improved my business as a result. So if I can do it, I know you can. It's that simple. The Mind Body Business Show is about the three pillars of success. And in my course of 10 plus years of studying only successful people, the last 10 years or so, uh, I learned there were three patterns. They just kept bubbling up to the top over and over and over. And I said, what is it that makes all of these people more successful than me? They're human beings. They put their pants on one leg at a time, shoes on one foot at a time. What is it they're doing that I'm not doing? And that's when I began seeking and searching and said, okay, I've got to know what it is. And those three pillars, you might guess, are basically in the title of this very show. You see it on either side of me if you're watching on video, and that is mind, body, and business. Now, mind, that is to a person, each successful individual that I studied had a very powerful and more importantly, flexible mindset. And they worked on it. Not every, you know, you're not born with a super positive mindset. Most human beings are not. Uh, there are some, I haven't met them, but it's rare. <laughs> and the, the good thing is you can work on your mind and change it for the better in a great, great profound way. Um, anyways, actually. And then there's body. Each of these individuals takes care of themselves nutritionally and through exercise on a regular basis. So we're not talking about being a bodybuilder or a fashion model or anything like that, but they do take care of themselves on a regular basis. They exercise and they eat and drink well. And then business. Business is multifaceted. I really enjoy business as well because these individuals had mastered all the skill sets that were necessary to achieve success 
in their business, not only to create a successful business, but also to then grow it beyond where it already had been that day and continue to grow it. And there were skill sets like sales, marketing, uh, systematizing, team building, leadership. I mean, the list could go on and on. And the thing is, the good news is that no one person, that means you, do not have to master every single one of those skill sets. In fact, if you master just one of them, one of the ones I just mentioned, then you would be set and ready to go. And that one is the skill set of leadership. Once you have mastered the skill set of leadership, you then are empowered with the skills that help you to bring those people on that have those skills that you may not have mastered as of yet and lead them to do those things in those areas that you have not yet mastered and so you can achieve great, great success. So that is the Mind Body Business Show in a nutshell. And so speaking of successful people, they also are very voracious readers. And with that, I like to move over and segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks, born to read. Bookmarks, ready, steady, read. Bookmarks, brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Yes, there you see it blindingly flying by. That's reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Uh, that is a website I had put together, had it built with you in mind. You, the entrepreneur, I kid you not, it sounds a little cheesy, but I did not start reading until about the age of 47, like reading really with intent. And I'm 56 now. And so I began learning, my goodness, there are some incredible books that do some incredible things for me in my life. As long as I read them, ingest them, and then take action and, and implement what I've learned. And so I decided that to help others that might've gone down a journey. Maybe they're not reading enough books. Maybe they haven't started reading. Maybe they've read a bunch, but they're looking for the next good read. This is a great place to come. And that is just scan the list. They're in no particular order and they're not alphabetical. They're just, as I thought to put them in there or as I completed reading them, uh, I put them in here. And not every book I've ever read is in this list. These are only the best of the best. And so it gives you a way to basically more, be more efficient in choosing your next book. If you're not sure where to go next, you can come to this website, find the one that leaps off the page. You don't have to go through the whole list and, and go through paralysis by analysis. Pick one that really resonates with you. Click on the button. It takes you straight to Amazon. This is not what I would say is a money-making website. It literally is my gift to you to help you to get to success faster. That's what we're all about here at my company, which is called Reach Your Peak. And another quick note, please take notes um, and rather than click away, you're gonna get resources during this show. Rachel Richards will have some incredible resources for you. Instead of going off and either typing in the URL into your browser or clicking on it, uh, if you see a link, instead write it down and visit it after the show. The reason I say that is because the magic happens in the room. And I'm talking, going back to days when we could speak from physical stages in a room full of people, I would be getting to that one point. I used to speak from stage a lot and I loved every minute of it. And I would get to that one point where I know it's a game changer because it changed in my life. And as soon as I get to that point, I see someone get up out of their chair and head out the door, maybe to use the restroom. And I felt bad for them. I don't want that to happen to you. So please take notes and keep your attention on Rachel during this show. 
and you will learn some phenomenal things that you can take and start implementing immediately. And I know this for a fact. I've done enough of these shows to know this is true. So there we go. That's a, that's my soapbox moment. We're done with that. And now, speaking of Rachel, I think it's time we bring her on. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Rachel Richards. Yes. Hello. How are you? Fantastic. Now that we, I finally brought you on, everyone's going, where is she? Brian, quit talking. Uh, enough. Let's bring her on. <laughs> yes, I agree. I mean, this is going to be amazing. Rachel has achieved so much at such a young age. And look, I don't want to harp on the fact that she's young. To, to make it sound like she is young and that, you know, she's accomplished more than many people I know that are in their 50s and 60s. Let's put it that way. Uh, so it's powerful. She's a powerful young lady who has learned a lot and implemented a lot successfully that we can all learn from. And I cannot wait. Uh, before we get going, a little bit of housekeeping. This show is sponsored by the Big Insider Secrets. You see their logo if you're watching on video on the upper right. And what you can do, if you stay on to the end of this show, I will show you a way to register to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Again, all compliments of our friends at the Big Insider Secrets. That's Jason Nass, my good friend who owns that company. We are enabled to give away one of these every single show because of this gracious man and his company. Appreciate them beyond belief. Stay with us. You must be watching live to the end. I will divulge you information on how you can enter to win that phenomenal, phenomenal gift. I hope, I hope that you win. Yes, I'm talking to you, the one watching right now. <laughs> and if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Rachel Richards and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to CarpetBombMarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing courses and one that you will learn how to absolutely master is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here on the Mind Body Business Show. In fact, we're using it right now. Over the course of, say, nine plus years of, of doing this now, I've tried many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I have to tell you, StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So start streaming high quality, professional looking live shows for free with StreamYard now. Now that doesn't mean go do it now. That means write this down, visit the website after you write it down and after the show's over. The website is ryp.im forward slash stream live. Once again, it's ryp.im forward slash stream live. And now to bring on the woman of the hour, the one and only Rachel Richards. Thank you for hanging out while I did all that. Um, welcome to the show. And I want to give you a formal, respectful introduction. Would that be all right? Yes, I'd love that. Thanks, Brian. All right. At the age of 27, Rachel Richards quit her job and retired. That's right, at 27, living off of $15,000 per month in passive income. 
and we'll get into passive income. If you don't know what that is, it's an amazing thing. Rachel is the best-selling author of Money Honey. I love that title. And Passive Income, Aggressive Retirement. Yes, <laughs> there they are. Look at that right on cue. She is a former financial advisor and a real estate investor with almost 40 rental units. And by making the topic of money management fun, entertaining, and simple, Rachel has helped thousands of millennials work their way out of financial despair. Is that amazing or what? Ah, I love it. I can't wait. Rachel, welcome officially now to the show. <laughs> Thank you. You make me sound really good, so I appreciate it. <laughs> I only make you sound as good, probably not even close to as good as you truly are, because this is all about you and, and what you've accomplished. And, and it's impressive. I, I will say it's very impressive. I was so excited. Uh, I know you've been waiting in line to be on this show for some time, as many are, because we're booked uh, many months in advance. And it's been uh, a long wait, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, what I love to do, Rachel, and I know you've accomplished a lot. You've done some great things, and we're going to get into those things. Uh, but what I like to do is step back for just a moment and get to the real reason that you have achieved success. And what I found to a person each and every time, it has to do with what's going up in that beautiful brain of yours. And what I mean by that is when you get up in the morning and you know you've got another day ahead of you, because being an entrepreneur, we all know, is not an easy ride. There are issues to deal with every single day. And if there weren't, I mean, everyone would be doing it, right? If there, if there was no problems, uh, everyone would be an entrepreneur. But for you, Rachel, when you get up, what is going on in that beautiful brain of yours that is helping to motivate you to keep you going forward, no matter what speed bumps lie ahead as you go through each and every day of your business? I would say there's a couple things. First of all, if you kind of if we rewind and we go back to my childhood, a lot of us grow up in environments or we have childhoods that shape us later on in our lives. And when I grew up, money was a, a stressor in my family. Um, mm. It was something, and we weren't um, lacking for anything. We were living a comfortable lifestyle. But I grew up in a really wealthy county, so it was just an unrealistic bubble to grow up in. A lot of the kids in my high school, when they turned 16, they would get brand new BMWs. So that gives you some context. I basically felt at a young age that I didn't fit in. And that's not the way you want to feel in middle school and in high school. So I thought to myself pretty early on, I don't want to end up like everyone else struggling with money. I don't want to have to operate on a strict budget or borrow money from my family and friends to make it to my next paycheck. I wanted to be different. And I realized that what I did then would either set me up for wealth or for poverty. So I started reading everything I could. I took everything seriously. It sparked this passion in me for achieving financial independence because I had this fear of there's never enough money. Money is a stressor. I had all these limiting beliefs. And my fear was that I was going to have to rely on somebody else or be dependent on somebody else for money. So that's they say that fear can be you know, a, a, something that paralyzes you or motivates you. And in my case, it very much motivated me. So that's kind of one aspect of it. And then I would say another aspect of why I started my business and became an entrepreneur and why I keep going every day is because I'm so passionate about the problem that we have in this country, because we are in a financial education crisis. At no point in our lives are we taught how to manage our money. And then we're left as young adults to try to figure it out all, all on our own. So no wonder we grow up with these feelings of guilt and shame and embarrassment 
because we don't know how to manage our money. But the thing is, it's not our fault that we weren't given the resources we need to succeed. So I'm, I just get upset when I see other people my age that are struggling and they're, they're feeling guilt and they're ashamed because they don't know what's going on with their money situation. So that's kind of what keeps me going every single day. I want to bring financial literacy to as many women and young people as I possibly can. Fantastic. I love that. You have a great mission, great purpose. Uh, you're out there wanting to serve and help others. And that's one of the key components of success I found time and time again, Rachel, is the uh, attitude of being a servant and helping others. And when you help others, it's amazing how much your business will grow and how fast it will do that. When you're concentrating on helping others versus filling your own pockets full of cash. And we've got a guy, a gentleman named Lee James Bishop. Looks like a fan. He has nice to hear from you, Rachel Richards. Uh, good, to, good to hear from you, Lee James. Lee? I don't know if it's Lee or Lee James, but I recognize your name from, I think, Greg's webinar. So, hi. Nice. <laughs> it says, love her passion in showing young women how to earn money. Fantastic. And truly, she is an amazing woman. So, yep, you have a fan there. Uh, That's what I love about this show is it brings out the fans of the guests. And they come on and they give praise because it's deserved. That's the beautiful thing. Uh, I don't think Lee was paid to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll totally pay you later. <laughs> yeah. How much was that again? No, he was not paid. And that's the beautiful thing. People come out and that's the kind of impact, isn't it? Is it not, Rachel, that you want to have on your clients, on the people that you work with, is that they come back raving fans because you didn't just deliver, you apparently over delivered. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm fortunate to make a lot of money doing what I do, but I tell you what, there is nothing more rewarding than hearing something like that or getting an email or getting an Instagram message thanking me and telling me that my book changed their life. I mean, there's, there's nothing better than that. Oh, and the book, I want to get into that. <laughs> oh my goodness. And yes, let's do that. You have two books that you've written and we were talking just before we went on air and you are successful in getting that book in the hands of people, which is always one of the most difficult parts of authoring a book. A lot of people think, I'm going to write this book, it'll be a bestseller, and I'm going to make a ton of money and, re and retire off of my book. And it's more often not the case, much more often not the case that that ever happens. And I'm not saying that you're retiring off that, Rachel. I don't know, uh, but you are making sales of your book. And obviously, people are being impacted because you're getting feedback that they're reading your book. And if you wouldn't mind, I would love to just jump into the strategy you have utilized that has helped you to take that book and get it into more people's hands. What has been the number one marketing uh, vehicle you have used thus far to do that? Yeah, I've done a lot of things and you, you do, you have a huge launch plan. You do all this stuff leading up to launch. So I would say there's a difference in the marketing that you do leading up to launch versus the marketing you do after launch. Mm -hmm. So I'll give one example of each, but pre-launch, you kind of touched it on, on it already, Brian, but it's really about adding value to other people and being a servant before trying to sell anything or before asking for anything in return. So one thing that I did really well is I was in a couple of Facebook groups that had my target audience, that had my demographic, um, female millennials. So I would go in these Facebook groups, every now and then someone would ask a finance question. And I would jump on and I would say, hey, I'm a former financial advisor, here's what I think. And I'd write out a really detailed, helpful response. After I did that enough times, people started realizing I knew my stuff and I knew how to explain it easily. So I was gaining this credibility in these groups as this go-to person. 
So then when somebody would post a finance question, other people would jump in and tag me and they'd be like, oh, you need to ask Rachel or, oh, Rachel Richards is your girl. So I was gaining this trust and this credibility. And I was known as this finance guru within these Facebook groups. So when I came up with the idea to write a book, I went to these groups and I said, hey guys, you know, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think about this? And everyone was like, oh my gosh, Rachel, you have to write this. You make finance so easy to understand. And it was almost like I was building this launch team without even trying to build a launch team. But because I had helped so many people and added value without asking for anything in return, they they believed in me and they wanted to see what I was going to come out with for this book. They were emotionally invested in the success of my book and eager to get their hands on it. So that was one thing I did well leading up to launch was the basically the add value first and ask for something later. And then post-launch, you want to think about marketing differently because by then, everyone in your circle has bought your book, right? Your family and your friends, everyone who follows you on social media, they've either seen or bought your book and you, they're not going to buy your book over and over again. So then it becomes, well, how do I keep making money? You keep making money if you can continue to get your book in front of new readers. That's the key. So you can't go where you've always gone in the past. You have to think, how can I get in front of new audiences and new people that haven't seen me before? The one thing that I've focused on a lot after launching my books was getting on podcasts and doing things like virtual summits, radio interviews. But the great thing about podcasts is that it's such a win-win. You and the podcast host can cross promote to each other's audiences. So I'm getting in front of their audience, they're getting in front of my audience, and it's just a win-win fantastic scenario. So that's what I have done. I got on over 100 podcasts last year, <laughs> it was a lot, but it's been a really effective technique for selling more books. That is fantastic and I love that because you know, this this live show is a form, I would say, of a podcast. It's not technically a podcast because that's audio only, uh, but it, they're used interchangeably. And the cool thing with this uh, this particular live show, it will be, and like everyone before it, repurposed into also a podcast. Uh, we're actually on 25 different platforms. You can see there beneath me, it says listen on. There's just a, a very small subset of those uh, platforms we're on. And it's all about reaching as the, you know, the biggest cast casting your net as far and as wide as you possibly can within your means within the resources you have and what you're doing rachel is genius it's absolutely genius and being on a hundred that's phenomenal that is phenomenal to do that uh I, it's amazing to me I, it's somewhat recent about two years old the concept of podcasts that were you know that podcasts can help you to make money and and grow your brand and get you greater exposure because a podcast is synonymous with something like a uh, old old style radio in a in an old truck, right? <laughs> it's got those push buttons. You got to twist the knob. You can't just press a button on your phone and bring up Bluetooth, uh, because podcasting has been around for a long, long time, and it's audio only. There's no call to action where they can just go click, unless they go look at the show notes. And if if the host put those up, and there's a link that has your book or whatever you're calling them to go look at in there. So it's a whole different game, but it's a very valuable game, a very powerful game. And it looks like you've mastered that, Rachel. So uh, that kudos to you because you. very few people take advantage of this. And how much does it cost you to go on these interviews? Nothing. My time. Exactly. Nothing. No money. <laughs> right. It costs time. So let's, let's not let that one go because that's our most valuable resource. So you want to go where 
your investment of either time or money or both is maximized, yes. your ROI. And you've figured it out. You've done it. Mm -hmm. And I highly implore everyone, everyone, do the same. Model success. Model it. That means copy. Rachel, do people have your permission to copy your, your strategies? Absolutely. I hope they do. There you go. You see, this is the epitome right here. Rachel is the epitome of a successful entrepreneur because she wants you to succeed and she won't make a dime from that, at least not right away. Because <laughs> once you become a raging fan of hers, maybe, maybe sometime down the road, you'll re-engage with her and you'll be ready for her services. Maybe. But she's not. that's not what she's thinking as she's saying that. She's thinking, I'm just here to help you. And when you do the same thing and you're not looking for anything in return when you, you're offering your assistance, that's when the magic starts happening. I'm here to tell you. Are you noticing that, Rachel? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the more value you can add to other people, the more you will get in return, basically. Yeah. And, and the key for me, and especially uh, I would go to a lot of events. I mean, my goodness, you know, actual seminars and workshops at hotels. I used to go to everything I could get my my feet into. And at the end, I just found myself naturally hanging out and being one of the last attendees in the room. Mm -hmm. um, not to be one of those weirdos, but I just loved talking to people, making connections, just relaxed. And when it was over, I'd look around and I see the crew or, and or the people that work as part of the company, you know, putting things back, stacking chairs, helping put things away, uh, packing boxes. I said, hey, I've got nothing better to do. I would love to help you if you'd, you'd be okay with that. And they'd always say yes. And it, it wasn't intentional, but I ended up making up incredible, incredible relationships as a result of that. And one of them became my mentor. And I began speaking on his stage. I trained his students. It this took time, but it happened. And it wasn't my intent, though, when I said, do you need a hand? Isn't that cool? And so I know this. And Rachel knows this, that if you do this with a pure heart and you're there to help people, look, the odds are something good is going to come in return. You don't know when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, who's going to happen from, but it's going to happen. It will. It just will. It does every time. Um, oh, this is phenomenal. We've got more comments flying in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, uh, Lee, thanks for that. That one's like a book. I don't know if I have time to read that, but I appreciate <laughs> that. That's good. I'm going to I'm gonna put it up in there anyway because, you know what, I'm going to reward action, and that's what Lee is doing. So he says, I am a retired rental income property investor and saw her on another Facebook group. Oh, look, proof of the pudding as a guest. And I have eight nieces that I want to read her books. And as she said, there are no schools of learning about teaching or about learning, teaching about money in the way Rachel does. I keep pushing from the emails and I get from Rachel to the nieces who are millennials to get them involved in their own financial freedom. That's phenomenal. And, and that's your whole goal is to help with millennials and women. And I'm sure I'll get, I'll, I'll ask you, do you take on male clients as well? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 A lot of guys read my book. It's, it's targeted and geared for a millennial because when I wrote this, it was, I was writing almost to my best friend. I was writing to a female friend that I knew needed my help. So I wrote to that person, but I have a lot of guys that read it and love it too. Yeah, and, and that's a that's a, a lesson in its own right because her messaging, her advertising, her marketing is for millennial women. That doesn't mean she turns away men and they don't have to be millennials. I'm guessing they could be uh, OGs like me that <laughs> are 
old guy. We had a fun time with that in the beginning. Um, <laughs> it could be younger, younger guys, younger than that. But um, that's the thing about marketing and your messaging. Have that person in your mind's eye. Talk to that person. That, that's genius, Rachel, that you wrote it to one person. Oh, my gosh. That is that tells that's just like marketing. That's marketing right there. And look at the success you're having. That is phenomenal. Uh, she's giving advice. And I hope you're all getting this. I hope you're writing this down, taking those notes. Look, I'm the host of this show. I'm the director, the producer, uh, and some would argue the talent. I don't know. That's that's debatable. Uh, but I'm, I'm taking notes, too. And so it, I'm not asking or telling anyone to do anything I don't myself do. And that's another thing. Uh, Rachel, I'm sure, lives by that credo is, you know, she's going to only take you down the path of those that she has done successfully to get you the success she has seen. And that's just how it works. I'm excited. Um, so uh, your business, you're you're helping millennials with financial jargon and taking the boredom and the boringness out of financial. The whole world of, I mean, to me, yeah, it's like uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go down that path because it is not the sexiest uh, topic there is out there. Not the funnest. So, um, have you found that? that has been a real key for you when you when you actually put it in layman's terms or in terms they can understand better and absorb is that a game changer for you yes 100% the reason i wrote this book in the first place is because i was a financial advisor and i wanted to make an impact somehow and all my family and friends came to me for financial advice which was great cuz that's what i love to help people do and then i had kind of the same epiphany that you had Brian where i was like well I wonder why they're not learning or reading books on their own. And then I realized, oh yeah, personal finance is boring, right? It's <laughs> overwhelming, it's dry, it's complex, and no wonder people don't like to learn about it. So I thought to myself, well, how can I make this topic sassy and fun and simple? And that's where the idea for Money Honey came from. So, I mean, you can tell by the subtitle, it's a simple seven-step guide for getting your financial shit together. I don't yes. take myself too seriously. So it, it really worked well and it resonated a lot with female millennials. And it kind of brings me to another point, which is advice that I would give to any entrepreneur, which is to understand your unique value proposition. It's, it's kind of an overused term, but what I mean by that is, why would someone buy your book or course or product over the thousands that are already out there? What makes yours different? What problem are you solving for your potential client? And why would they buy your book? If you can't answer those questions, you're gonna have a really, really hard time selling a product. So a mistake that I see entrepreneurs make a lot of the times is that they will go really far down this road of creating a product or a course or a book or whatever it is without kind of doing any validation on the front end mm -hmm. and without really thinking through who is my client and why would they buy from me? What am I actually doing for them? What is the benefit to them? And again, what problem am I solving? So it, it's worth it to spend 10 hours upfront brainstorming on those questions before you even start doing anything else. And that's one thing that worked really well for my book. And it's one of the reasons it took off so much. Um, you know, I think if people had, if I'd been out to make some quick money grab, people would have seen right through that. But because I was truly doing this out of this passion and wanting to help women my age, I think it did really, really well. Uh, yeah, I think there's proof of that. And I love this. Uh, you are very, very astute, Rachel Richards. My goodness. Um, USP. I mean, you are well read. 
There's no doubt. And I appreciate <laughs> I love to read. <laughs> yes. And and I but you don't just read, you put into action what you've learned, the mm -hmm. things that you know that are going to take you to the next level and to take your clients to the next level with you. And it's so important. Everything she just said is spot on. USP, you know, what makes you different? Look, there are been there are have been quite a few financial advisors that have preceded Rachel Richards <laughs> in the in the history of time. A lot. So she figured out a way to make herself unique and she did a great job by targeting millennial women. Here's the thing with me. I'm not a millennial. I'm a, what was it called? An OG. Uh, I guess that stands for original gangster. I didn't know that I had to ask her <laughs> show, but I, I made it old guy. I like that. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm an old guy. So comparatively so. And uh, it made me curious. I thought, wow, if she's having success working with millennials who don't like to go through the drudgery and the boredom and all of that of financial related ish, uh, topics, then she could definitely help someone like me succeed in the financial realm mm -hmm. because she's taking one of the harder uh, segments to help them become successful. And if she's able to do that, then she can make anyone, she can help anyone of any age, of any gender, any religion, race, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the me the messaging is what's really the unique selling prop. Uh, yeah. Unique selling proposition. That's it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, validation on the front end, huge. Oh my goodness. This is a big one, big one, big one. Um, so many people, and I'm sure you've run into them, Rachel, where they, they have the greatest idea on the planet. It's like, oh, I've got it. I'm going to get rich. I figured it out. Everyone's going to want this, but will they? <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. You need to, like you said, validate it. Do people want what you have? Is your mm -hmm. unique selling proposition unique enough and compelling enough to bring them to the table and to sign a check or, or, you know, that's old days, old school, right. Or to, to go on and fill out your online form and pay you money to, to get their problems solved by you. And so validation is huge. Um, I can't tell you how many times I had the greatest idea in the world and I would go and spend countless hours and money. This is back many, many years ago. And I, I learned by mistakes. I just thought, wow, this is the greatest thing. How come people aren't interested? What's going on? And then as I got, as I got like Rachel and began reading, as I said, I did that much later. I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> and then the interesting, the most interesting thing happened to me, Rachel, is probably the last thing on the planet I wanted to uh, make up as my main product for my business became the main product of my business. And it only became that because the market kept telling me they wanted it. Yes. And I kept saying, no, it's too much. <laughs> no, it's very tech. There's a lot of tech. It's a lot of moving parts. No. But after the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, tenth, fifteenth, they kept saying it. And I said, okay, I gotta practice. I gotta do what I teach. I gotta follow my own teaching. And that is listen to the marketplace. That's validation that Rachel brought up. Yeah, that's such a great point, Brian. Listen to the market. I'm experiencing that right now. And what my followers are telling me to do, I'm now going to make a course for it because there are so many people now that are like, how did you start investing in real estate? When are you going to make a real estate investing course? Do you coach on real estate investing? So I'm like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. And I'm going to make something for those people now. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that is a big one. Real estate. I have heard of so many success stories when it comes to real estate. You're one of them, right? You had uh, close to 40 rental properties mm -hmm. and your residual income helped you to retire at the age of 27. I mean, come on, who doesn't want that? Yeah. Uh, who, who doesn't want to retire at the age of 60 if they haven't retired yet? 
they, everyone wants to get out of that rat race, as you so aptly named it. And uh, I think there's a reference to that. There was some some book that you uh, told me before the show that kind of inspired you to go down this path in the very beginning. Would you mind sharing what that book was with our audience? Yeah. Yes, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in high school. And so, and I've always been a, a nerd like that, but that's what sparked my passion for real estate investing. That's fantastic. Look, a book. Mm-hmm. Everyone listening, do you see, can you hear the importance of reading? Not just any book, but high quality books. Again, uh, as one resource, you can go to reachyourpeaklibrary.com. There's, it's, it's not like a sales site. It's there as a resource for you to grab a book. And I think Rich Dad Poor Dad is on that list, if I'm not mistaken. I have to go back and look. There's quite a few on there. Uh, and I've read that too, so I can understand that completely. And look what happened. As a result of reading a book that resonated, that she resonated with, now she is retired. Mm-hmm. Now she's helping more people. She's not working for one company and helping the company more than she's helping the clients. Now she's working for herself and helping more people. I love this. That's what entrepreneurship is all about, in my humble opinion, is helping and serving others. Yes, and uh, no surprise, Lee has read that book too. All right, Lee Bishop, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the phenomenal thing about this is uh, books are phenomenal. And, And look, Rachel has now written two books, two books at the age of 28 probably maybe finished it at 20. I don't know, maybe a year younger, uh, earlier, or even before that, but I haven't got one out there yet. And I'm 56 and I've got it 90% done and I still haven't finished it. It's crazy. Why I wanted to find out from you, Rachel, once you authored that first book, did your life change in any way? And and in what ways, if it did? Oh, for a hundred percent. I mean, it opened up a lot of doors for me, but it was hard. So you mentioned you're 90% of the way I relate to that so much because what happened with writing Money Honey at first is I was so excited. I was, all the words were pouring out of me. And then about four months into writing, I quit writing the book because by then I had done a complete mental 180. Mm. I was telling myself things like, who do you think you are, Rachel, to write a book on finance? You're a young woman who's going to listen to you. And I was telling myself things like your writing is awful and, and it's going to be embarrassment if you go through with this. So clearly I was being very nice to myself. Um, but because I was filled with so much self doubt, I stopped writing the book and I had no intention of ever picking it back up again. Wow. It wasn't until I sat down with a friend a few months later. Um, and I kind of confessed to her my book idea. And she said, Rachel, you have to finish this. You're really onto something here. You need to finish what you set out to do. And she gave me just enough encouragement and reassurance that I I decided I would pick it back up again. At the end of the day, the only reason I went through with publishing is because I told myself, if I can just help one person, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. And my book, it took off. I mean, it's still thinking back. It still astounds me how much money I started making and how quickly my book took off. And I got reviews and I got on media and all this stuff. But one of the most satisfying moments for me as an author was about six months after I wrote the book. And by then, I we have a name for it now. I didn't know it back then. But what I had experienced was imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome. And I was, I think every entrepreneur, artist, creative, author, they go through this because you know what? Putting your work out there for the public to see and judge, that is a scary, vulnerable thing. 
So there's not an author that hasn't gone through that, that's for sure. But once I was kind of past that, and even it took me six months after the fact that I published it, because even all the initial positive reviews and comments at first, I was just like, I didn't believe them because it was all my family and friends. So I was like, no, I mean, you're, you're just saying that to be nice. I truly didn't believe in my book until six months later when I started getting random strangers reaching out to me random reviews from people all over the country and even the world. And, you know, they would tell me things like, oh my gosh, I finally understand finance. I've, I've started to pay off my student loans. I've started to pay off credit card debt, thanks to your book. And I, again, there is just nothing more humbling than that. So if you're listening and you've read a good book recently, or somebody has created something that's changed your life, reach out to them because those are the words that they need to hear to keep going. And mm -hmm. I, I'm so grateful for that every day. So that's, that's a great point because those that encouraged you by, by giving you the feedback caused you to write a second book, right? And keep going and, and then go deeper into your business. And now you are helping more people, mm -hmm. more than just one, far more than just one now, all because someone gave her a little bit of encouragement that she didn't even know was going to come her way. So that's, that's a great point. It takes, it's very good to get the feedback uh, and say, hey, if, if she in any way touched your life in a positive way, let others know about it. Mm -hmm. And the more people that know about it, the more will be exposed to Rachel and her genius. And then they can then employ her, um, her talents and get the results they've been looking for or just read her book and change their life as well. And she will be fulfilled in either either case because she put something. Look, she wrote the book one time. One time is all she had to write it. And now it's going to serve people for for as long as this earth is is rotating. Right. So that's phenomenal. And you, you're inspiring me to get off my hump and finish that last 10 percent. I, totally, <laughs> I have a totally different reason for it. And it, yeah, it, yeah. it's, you know, reason is the same thing as an excuse. I'll be the first to, to admit it. And it's when that marketplace kept telling me to do this thing that I didn't want to do. <laughs> and uh, I, I literally stopped everything else to develop that course. And I was telling you before the show, it's like 60 videos. It was a big undertaking. And uh, that was one of the things I stopped was the book. I was right there at the cusp. And I just said, if I don't do this now, when, you know, as far as doing that course. So um, it's still there. I'm going to finish it. It's funny, Rachel. I actually may write a second book before I finish the first one. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've got uh, I've got people uh, helping and, and encouraging me for another one, and it, it won't be nearly as as arduous as the first one. And it wasn't even arduous. I enjoyed it like you. I was in that that flow. I went through those those uh, imposter syndrome moments as well. We all do. Mm -hmm. uh, we never think that what we have is actually all that, and it's not that good enough. Um, who's going to read this? And why would they waste their time on me and all those things that go through your mind, those limiting beliefs. And the thing is, there is no topic that has not been written about yet in the world, unless it's fiction. Okay. <laughs> but there is not, there is not. The only thing that makes it unique is the author, yeah. you, your story, your, your backstory, your stories during the book. The fact that Rachel is writing this to one person as she's writing the book, that's genius. So I, I mean, that's got to be one of the greatest tips ever for writing a book is pick somebody out and write it as if you're writing it to them, for them. It's just like marketing. You picked an avatar, right? And you're marketing to them. I mean, this is phenomenal. I'm having a blast. Um, 
Thank you. <laughs> yes, you're right, uh, Lee. I, I do need to finish it, brother. You are so right. <laughs> <laughs> I will promise. And I don't know. Can anybody guess what it might be called? Mind body business. <laughs> wow. How'd you know? That's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's mind body. I used to be a uh, certified personal trainer. And so, and I'm an NLP certified uh, practitioner. So I've got the mind and there was the body and business and, and it all fits. There you go. And those were the patterns that I discovered over those 10 years. Uh, let's see. So you have, you are very skilled at what you do and my goodness, it's getting late already. I have too much fun on this show. I want to talk more about your business and the people that you're impacting a little more detail, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah. And what I want to do is bring up your website. So people will under, you know, when you get that visual, people know, okay, I know I'm in the right place <laughs> uh, when they go to visit it. Sometimes it can be confusing. So I'll put up the, the name of the website as well. And that is moneyhoneyrachel.com. You see that on the screen if you're watching. Uh, for listening, just moneyhoneyrachel, R-A-C-H-E-L.com. And uh, I love the the title, ready to get your financial shit together there. So now both of us said it, we can relax. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from this OG over here. Uh, so talk about your business. Who are the kind of people you've impacted? And just give a little bit of an overview of, of what you do and who you serve and how you do it. Yeah, the person that I start working with is normally someone who is a little bit lost, has negative feelings around money and kind of doesn't know where to begin. So I, they, they can read my books, they can take my online course, but basically it's about money management, budgeting, saving, debt, investing. And I'm happy to go into, into detail here if you want me to give some money tips. Um, but then once, once they get their financial shit together, then they kind of graduate onto the next level, which is learning about passive income. Passive income, one of my favorite topics to talk about to me, the way I define passive income is it's money that is earned with little to no ongoing work. It's no get rich quick scheme. I know it sounds like a get rich quick scheme. It's not. It does take time or money to create. But I realized a few years ago that once your passive income exceeds your living expenses, you're retired. You're financially independent. And I thought that creating, you know, five, six, $8,000 a month in passive income, I thought that sounded a lot more attainable than trying to save up one or $2 million by age 65 in order to retire. So I became obsessed with passive income. I wanted to figure out all the ways to create passive income. I wanted to become financially independent. And then when people saw what I was doing and they were like, wait a second, you're quitting your job. You're 27. <laughs> you're making, and at the time I was making $10,000 a month in passive income. They're like, how are you doing this? So, so that's why I wrote my second book, which is Passive Income Aggressive Retirement. That's fantastic. And so you have people, you have several ways for people to digest your information. One is the book. Uh, you mentioned uh, to me before you have an online course. Is that correct? Yes. The online course is, it goes along with Money Honey. Um, it's called Get Your Financial Shit Together. Because again, we just don't like to take ourselves too seriously around here. <laughs> but um, the what I was thinking with the book, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, Brian, but <clears throat> a lot of people read a book, but they don't take action. They don't implement what they're learning. Yep. And what I've found is that the people who are able to achieve financial freedom versus the ones that aren't, the difference is that they have this ability to take action and execute on what they are learning because knowledge is nothing without execution. So I thought to myself, well, yeah, the book's great, but 
what if people read it and they're not doing anything? That would be a shame, right? So I thought, well, how can I make an environment or create something where I give people the structure, support, and accountability they need to actually succeed? And that's where this idea for this course came from. It's an eight-week online course. Um, I'm really involved in it. I facilitate it. They, everyone gets this whole digital workbook where they can fill out all these Excel sheets. They get access to this Facebook group. So I'm really hammering on people to, to do the homework assignments and to take action. And I, people have had a lot of success because of that. So it's, it's my favorite thing that I do. That's fantastic. And so this course, I'm assuming, will cost some money, correct? It does cost some money, yes. And that's a good thing. You know why? I know you know why, Rachel. I'm talking. I know to why. Audience. It's it's because someone needs to have skin in the game to take action. Someone, it's a financial investment, and it'll help you actually do what you want to do. Yeah, and and look at this. It says past course takers saved an average of over two thousand dollars because of enduring this course. So uh, I'm willing to bet. Well, I don't know. Maybe the course it costs a little bit less than that. I don't costs, even know how much it costs. So, and we don't have to say it here. We can get people. No, we on. can. Yeah, we can say it. It costs a little bit less than that. There you go. So what if you could save more money than you paid? I mean, who would who would do that? Who would trade? Let me ask this. Who would trade a million dollars for 250,000? Meaning you get a million and I'm going to give, you're going to give 250,000. It's a similar concept, maybe not mm -hmm. that big of a spread. Yeah. But if it's greater than what you, uh, you know, if you're earning, making money back on the deal, your return on investment is in the plus, in the positive. It's a no-brainer, yep. and it's a proven a proven method. She wouldn't have taken a trust me. <laughs> she would not have taken the time to put this course together if it did not give results. Because putting a course together is quite an undertaking. I know this personally, <laughs> and so uh, and the fact that she facilitates it, she's there for you. Uh, that's phenomenal. She's dedicated to it. She's she's invested in it for you. And so skin in the game was the exact phrase I was looking for, Rachel. Uh, mm -hmm. It was perfect. And mm -hmm. so what I implore of everyone to do is just go there, click the sign up now button, read the page, you know, do your due diligence, check it out. If you have questions, I'm sure you can ask her. And, and she did not come on this, this show to sell this program. And I didn't come on this show to help her sell it. When I see something that I know can help people, I always shout it from the rooftops. Uh, and I think that's not just... I think that's my responsibility. Part of my responsibility is to help spread the word about any resource that can help people. And that, yeah, that includes if it costs you money, because I know the results are going to be greater than what you paid. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, why do it? Right. Yeah. That's the whole key. And thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. I appreciate it. It's not even open right now, so I can't even sell it to you, but you can join the waiting list if you're interested. So. Oh, I just did I brought the secret. There it is. Yeah, there, exactly. there it is. It's four ninety seven. So as you can see, I mean, who That's, who would trade five hundred dollars to potentially make two thousand dollars? Well, I don't know. Sounds like a four X ROI to me. <laughs> any day, all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you you hit the nail on the head about taking action. You know, this is what it's all about. And for those of you that are watching, you know, most people that watch this show are either entrepreneurs or budding entrepreneurs, and it's all about what Rachel said, and that is taking action. And I always, you know, there's a saying that says, uh, you know, it's important to take massive and immediate action. And I added one to it. I like to say it's important to always take massive, immediate and consistent action. That means do it more than once. And I'm only saying that because I've done that myself and seen and reaped massive rewards. 
when you look at something and you're feeling a little bit trepidation going through your mind about, oh my gosh, $500 in these times and all these things, and but I know it can help me, your subconscious is actually telling you it's the right thing for you to do. And I, I'm not trying to sell people on this. This is just what I've learned from all my training in NLP, and then I put it into action. I can't tell you how many times, Rachel, I've gone through, I've seen a webinar, and they come up to the sales part of the, the webinar, and oftentimes it's more than I would have in my bank account or room on my credit card at the moment, and I would just say yes and figure out a way to pay it off and get with them. And mm -hmm. each and every time, the rewards have been incredible. And so, yeah, yeah. And it's something that's, it's kind of counterintuitive. I struggle with this too, because I pay to be in masterminds. I pay to learn from coaches. Yes. And every time I see the price point, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so much money. But then when I think about the potential value it can bring to me, I get how it's worth it. And there's this quote that I love to share, because this is what make, this is what makes the most sense to me. And it, it's something like this. It's like, you wouldn't wait for your grades to go up to hire a tutor. So why would you wait for, you know, to be in a great financial position to hire a financial coach? That is a great, great, great metaphor. Great analogy. Yeah. That is phenomenal. And you also have a mastermind group, a little birdie told me. I do. Yes. That's a new thing. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. So 2021, my mastermind is full. I'm doing a wait list for 2022, but it's called Women on Fire, which stands for Financial Independence Retire Early. And it's for women who want to create passive income. So I might rework it the next time I do it. This is the first year I'm doing it. But um, I think I will always have a mastermind. It's so fun. And they, they're, it's, it's just a great group that I have. We're learning a lot. They're making massive moves to create passive income. So I, I just I almost chuckled when you said I might rework it. I guarantee you, you will rework it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tweak as I go. I learn as yes. I go. <laughs> But yeah, there's, there's a picture of my current group. So look at that. Phenomenal, phenomenal. So, I mean, I'm showing this for a couple purposes, but one is to, to give you all that are watching and listening a model to follow. And for those of you listening on a podcast to help you out, uh, we're at moneyhoneyrachel.com. Once you go there, so write this down, go to moneyhoneyrachel.com. And once you're there in the top navigation bar, there is one called Course. That was the one we were talking about just a moment ago, her online eight-week eight week course. And then next to it is Women on Fire, and that is her mastermind, which is filled for the year 2021. And uh, that's, that's I mean, that's proof right there that she is a successful woman and teaches things that get results. Um, masterminds typically require a bit more of an investment up front, and rightfully so, because you get one-on-one -on -one time or one-on maybe five with Rachel, five or six. And that's, you know, you can't put a price tag on stuff like that when it's somebody of Rachel's caliber who can get you the results you want and that you deserve. And so um, I'm just saying this so that you can look at this and perhaps think about modeling her exact strategies. So, you know, think about an online course for something that you know uh, a lot about that you are a master in. Not everybody is a master in what you're in a master in. So there will be some, some will know finances like, uh, like Rachel does. Uh, and that's okay, but model this and maybe put together, and this will take time to build, but build an online course and then, um, an, and then a mastermind group, but do what she said in the onset of this show. And that was validate each one of them first, please. Mm -hmm. Cause if you don't, you could put a lot of work in and hear crickets when it came time to launch it. <laughs> and so, yes, follow Rachel's advice. She is dropping major 
nuggets here tonight. I love this. Remember, it's moneyhoneyrachel.com, so you want to visit that and then reach out to her. What's a great way for uh, folks to get uh, in touch with you, uh, Rachel? Is it through that site? Yeah, through that site. Um, my Instagram is moneyhoneyrachel. My TikTok's moneyhoneyrachel. So if you just Google that, you'll you'll find me. <laughs> Yeah, and if you go to money moneyhoneyrachel.com, I think there are, I recall seeing uh, little um icons that you can just click on to go to those two, Instagram yeah. and, and TikTok. I saw a TikTok, I that one struck my eye. Yeah. I don't do the dance thing. I just I, you know, I'm an OG. Yeah, so, neither do I, but I teach about money on it, and that for some reason is very popular with people. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna check yeah. that out now. <laughs> I love it because all I ever heard of it was you you dance and you, you make I would make a fool of myself because <laughs> that would be horrible. I won't, I won't quit my day job. Don't worry. About it. Uh, never. Uh, I can't believe it. We're three minutes out, but we, we don't have to stop right at it. Uh, the thing is, I promised everyone that those who stayed on live would get a chance to win a five night stay at a five star luxury resort. Compliments of the big insider secrets, that big red logo on the upper right above Rachel's left shoulder uh, for those of you watching video. And uh, we're going to do that in just a moment. Uh, what I like to do, Rachel, with each and every individual that I interview on this show is I like to ask one final, very profound question. And it's mm -hmm. the same question with each one. And I just love the reaction, the responses that have come from that. And the other thing is it, it can also be a little bit personal, but not in a in a bad way, not in like a really intrusive way of any kind. Okay. And I just I'm just really intrigued and I'm I just love the answers I've been getting for this. But before we jump into that, again, back to that promise. Oh, and you have a, a giveaway we'll talk about here as well um, in just a moment. But let's get that uh, giveaway, the vacation giveaway taken care of. So in the beginning, I said, take notes. Don't take your gaze away from the screen. But now I think Rachel will agree with me and give you permission to take out your phone for just a moment and bring up your text messaging app. Because to enter to win... If you're watching the screen, write this down because I'm not going to leave this up long. We want to get back to Rachel is instead, you know, where you would put in the name of the person you're going to text instead, put in this number It's 314-665-1767. And yes, my guests are, uh, are allowed to participate. I love that. Good. So Cause I am. <laughs> yes, I can see Rachel in the, in the backstage and it's, I love this. Every guest does this and sometimes they win. It's phenomenal. So it's, it's a random drawing. It's 314-665-1767. I mean, talk about action taker. There you go. That's Rachel right there. And then in where you would actually type in the message, where you would type in say the emojis and things like that. No emojis, just two words separated by a dash or a hyphen if you prefer. And that's peak, P-E-A-K dash vacation. No spaces, peak dash vacation. Uh, go ahead and do that. And then once you've done that and texted, our automated system will take over. You will get a response. Watch for that response. It's gonna be asking for your email address. And once you provide that, you will then be officially entered because then our system will take those email addresses and use them to juggle them and pick the winner and then email the winner. Sound cool? So just go ahead and do that. And then let's come back to Rachel. She has a wonderful bonus gift for everyone. So I'm gonna put that up on the screen. And it's back to her website. So it's moneyhoneyrachel.com forward slash bonus. One key here, bonus. That word, all lower case. What happens you know, up to the dot com doesn't matter. Case after the slash, 
always matters. So bonus is lowercase, little b, little o, little n, little u, little s. And uh, what is that bonus, Rachel? Thanks, Brian. It's for my passive income starter kit. And if you go to that link, you get to download it for free. Oh, so there's a free gift. Um, I'm sure it's very valuable, uh, the information in it. Uh, and you that so there you go. You can get a taste of what she's offering and decide if you want to take the next step. Get her book. You know, is it on Amazon? I, I'll bet it is. They sure are. Yes. And I said it and I should have said they. Thank you. For that. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I, wait a minute. She's got two of them uh, and they're actually behind her. I'll give everybody a closer look here. One last shout out for your. Oh, she's got them in her hands. There she's we go. Always ready. Passive income, aggressive retirement. That's such a cool title. I love them both. Thank you. You are a phenomenal individual. And I'm so happy that I was able to be blessed by your presence on this show, because not just for me, but for everyone who's watching now and later who listen on the podcast as well, they're going to get a lot from this. And so, all right, I'll kind of put a teaser out there about this big question. <laughs> and uh, it, it is, it's a profound question. Um, and I just, I, I want to be uh, I want to be clear about one thing, Rachel, and that is that the the really cool thing about this question is there's no such thing as a wrong answer. I like it, those kinds of questions. Yeah, it, it flat out does not exist, and, and <laughs> it's the opposite. Actually, it's there is no such so there's no such thing as a wrong answer. The only correct answer is yours. That is the only thing that makes this personal. So okay. you go, all right. And be at ease. And some people that have asked this question, take a few moments and think about it and ponder. That's fine. We're not, I'm not paying for the airtime. We can, we can wait. It's good. Some will get it immediately. Whatever it is for you is perfect because it is your answer. Isn't that cool? I'm ready. I'm, I'm intrigued. Sweet. Well, here we go. Rachel Richards. How do you define success? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, I think that there's a lot of people define success by how big their house is and what kind of car they drive and how much money they make at their job. Um, and I think there's a tendency in America to do that. We are very consumer-based society. So I think it's kind of a cultural thing, but if you're if you're just kind of chasing the bigger house and the bigger car and the fancy gadgets, it's like an empty dream. You're not going to feel fulfilled. So my idea of success is kind of is basically being able to do whatever brings you joy and whatever brings you happiness. There's an interesting exercise that I recommend everyone does. I, I just did it recently. But if you write down the 10 things that in your life that just make you happy and make you feel loved, what are those things? Chances are it's something like hanging out with your husband or playing with your kids or playing with your dog or hiking a mountain. And none of those things have anything to do with money. So I think happiness is you know doing what you love, spending time with the people that you love and doing the things that bring you joy. Mm. Absolutely love that. Something I found that's very interesting, Rachel, is I've done this, I don't know, 140 sometimes. I've lost count. 
And no two people yet, I, I'm still waiting for it to happen, but no two people have answered it in exactly the same way. Yeah. But one common trait was to a person, no one's definition of success, because everyone who comes on this show is, is successful themselves as an entrepreneur, but no one has an answer that is money centric as you were laying it out so beautifully in the beginning that, you know, a lot of, for some people it is that, but when you get to, when you're, when you have that true servant attitude, it's not about the money. Money is, is money necessary? Yes. Let's not, let's not beat around that. It is absolutely necessary. And what I wish for Rachel is that she makes a ton more money and beyond and in incredible abundance. Why would I want that for her? Because I know it's just based on this one hour segment we've just done tonight that she will take a good portion of that, reinvest it and grow her business and help more people. She'll scale it, refine it, revise it. She's done it already. And she's already going to have another mastermind. So when people are successful and they're helping others, then I wish nothing but the best and blessings and abundance for them uh, because that, that's just what makes the world go around, doesn't it? And I love that. And thank you, Rachel, so much for, for coming on the show. You've been an absolute just joy to have. I, I can't tell you. So I wanted to ask you one final question and then we'll call it a night. But that is, uh, let's see, we got, I'm going to check. Oh, yeah. And thank you, Lee. Lee said, thank you, Brian, for having Rachel on your podcast. And so glad I caught it. Yeah, we are too, Lee. I appreciate you coming on and, and providing your input. Uh, Rachel, if you were to meet one of those millennials or maybe even a younger person, it doesn't matter their age, and they're just getting started. Uh, they're working, maybe they're working in a corporate job or thinking about it, and they're not sure which way to turn. But this thing of entrepreneurship is really tugging at them. If you were to give them one piece of advice that would take them to the entrepreneurship side of the world, what would that be? Just one piece of advice to get them started. Yeah. And this isn't complicated advice. This is very simple, basic advice, but we have, we give ourselves so many reasons for why we can't do something. I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't know enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough experience. Why me? And so I would say to get to push past those limiting beliefs, you just have to get started. So it's kind of the Nike slogan, but I like Zig Ziglar's quote better. He said, you don't have to be great. You don't have to you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. These are words of wisdom beyond beyond wisdom. Phenomenal. Rachel, thank you so much. You've been wonderful. I, I know that everyone that watched this live and then all those that watch the recording and those that listen to the podcast afterward are going to get great nuggets. They're, they're writing all this down. They're going to put them into action. They'll contact Rachel. They'll buy Rachel's books and devour them and put them into action. And then they'll get your course. And maybe if there's room, get on your mastermind, whatever works for you. But if you want help in the financial area and you know it's that arduous, boring, icky stuff, well, Rachel's your person because she takes all that boring stuff and kicks it to the curb and makes it fun and interactive. And so just reach out to her, see what happens. You never know. She might be a fit. Odds are she probably is. All right. With that, on behalf of the amazing Rachel Richards, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. And we will be back again next time with another phenomenal guest. Until then, so long.
and be blessed, everyone. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.